Today is Friday, January 28th. The title for our devotional is Love One Another. John concludes this brief section that we've been looking at this week uh, with some rather strong and frankly haunting words. 1 John 4, 19-21 We love because he first loved us. Whoever claims to love God yet hates a brother or sister is a liar. For whoever does not love their brother and sister whom they have seen cannot love God whom they have not seen. And he has given us this command. Anyone who loves God must also love their brother and sister. Again, as we've said uh, the last few days, John here reiterates the all-important idea that the love he is talking about is sourced in God and defined by God. He says, we love because he first loved us. Then he says as blatantly as possible that if someone claims to love God but hates their brother or sister, they're lying. Remember, the purpose of this book is in part to help his readers discern who are the children of God and who are not. Some had, quote, gone out from them, and they were teaching a different gospel. John tells his readers to look at how they love their fellow believers in the church. He says something similar in chapter 1, verse 4. Whoever says, I know him, but does not do what he commands is a liar, and the truth is not in that person, which emphasizes the light concept that we talked about earlier this week and how both light and love need to be taken together to read this letter well. The explanatory clause back here in chapter 4 of verse 20 is rather difficult to interpret. Let's read that again. Whoever claims to love God yet hates a brother or sister is a liar. For, here's the explanatory clause, whoever does not love their brother or sister whom they have seen cannot love God whom they have not seen. Three options here are possible. It is easier to love a person who is seen than it is to love God who is not seen. This is the simplest way to understand it, but it is difficult to comprehend. Though God is unseen, he is perfect and therefore quite lovable. People, on the other hand, though they are seen and and we interact with them tangibly, are fallible and often very difficult to love because of their sin. Second option is we demonstrate our love for God who is unseen by loving others. This is possible, but John says it in the negative, which would be a strange way of saying this. Third option is seeing God in Jesus is such a big theme in John's writings that he may yet again be pointing to the reality that it is impossible to love one another without loving Jesus. These are three good options, but are are pretty difficult to uh, see which one he has in mind. I think one is the best because John is solely focused on seeing here. He doesn't have in mind the perfection of God versus the imperfection of humans or how humans offend us whereas God does not offend us. He's solely thinking about the reality that our brothers and sisters are tangible physical beings in front of us who we interact with in in tangible physical ways. Therefore, acting like Jesus, the model of love, to them should be easier because we simply do what Jesus did. We have an example in Jesus who just do what he did with our brothers and sisters in Christ. Loving God is more difficult uh, proposition conceptually because he is a transcendent being, wholly unlike us, who we cannot physically see in the moment. On this text, biblical scholar Karen Jobes writes in her commentary, the failure to love is not simply an ethical failing, but means that one remains in the darkness of sin apart from salvation. Those who fail to love are outside the Christian community and have no truthful testimony of God, for they have no true knowledge of God. Personal knowledge of God and love for others as God defines it are inseparable. 
John's exhortation therefore implicitly demands self-examination. Job's here, I think, rightly calls us to the gravity of love in the Christian life. If indeed God, who is love, has entered the believer's life through the Holy Spirit, they will inevitably grow in love. So reflect on your life of love again. Remember John's two criteria of self-examination to see if we are in the faith are one, confessing Jesus is the Messiah, Lord, and Savior. That is to say, living in the light, having the light of revelation and knowing that he is indeed the Messiah, the Lord, and the Savior. And second is doing what Jesus commanded us, which is ultimately growing in love for one another. So as we did yesterday, again, reflect on your life of love. This is of the utmost importance. Are your actions increasingly motivated by love? As John tells us here, love is an indicator of whether or not we are in the faith. So if you find that your life is not growing in love, seek the Holy Spirit of God to produce more love in you. Confess Jesus is the Messiah and your trust and your faith in him. Reflect on his love on the cross and on the incarnation and what that means and how you can grow in that kind of love. And then finally, commit to loving your brothers and sisters in Christ with a genuine love, the love that Jesus has demonstrated for us.